Let me have your attention for a minute. This is something for the ladies. I'm chilling with the Queens of the Stone Age. Hello, welcome to Queens of the Stone Age, the show where girls, queens, girls in this case, get together and smoke weed and talk about whatever we want. Uh, my name is Mira Gonzalez. I am your managing editor and host of Queens of the Stone Age, uh, which is brought to you by Mary Jane, which is a cannabis media company owned by Snoop Dogg. Um, I am here today with the band Potty Mouth, which is... What's con- up? Hey, guys. How's it <laughs> going? Hi. This is Allie, Abby, and Victoria, um, and they are here talking to us today about whatever, but specifically their new album, Snafu, which is out on March 1st. I got that right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. You guys doing well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is fun to be here. Yeah, I'm glad. So do you guys uh, have a long history <laughs> with weed? Um, specifically, I do want to shout out our Green Angels sponsors, which is a all-female weed delivery service. So that's the oh, weed that wow. we're going to be smoking cool. on today. Um, this is Blue Dream. Uh, you can check out their website at greenangels.buzz, um, B-U-Z-Z. They're awesome. Um, so do you guys smoke weed in your day-to-day lives? Does that have anything to do with your songwriting process? Hmm. Or is your songwriting process totally devoid of weed? Yeah, I don't smoke a lot of weed like every day. It's more like a recreational thing for me. Mm -hmm. And I have tried to smoke weed and write. And I, (laughs) (laughs) one of our like, early early songs called drip dry mm-hmm. i wrote when i was really high with our old guitarist phoebe mm-hmm. and it definitely is like a fun way to i don't know like break out of my normal like system mm-hmm. of songwriting but in general i feel like it just makes me feel too goofy yeah. to like be able to sit down and focus right that makes sense yeah, yeah. i've definitely felt that way in my life as a writer like it can be I think at this point I've inoculated myself enough that I can like do anything while I'm stoned, but mm-hmm. uh, it takes some time, I think. What, yeah, what about for you? me it's the opposite. Yeah. Um, I love weed. Um, <laughs> I smoke it all the time. You're and in the right place. <laughs> I smoke weed to help myself be more functional. Mm. It, it helps me like dial down all of the chatter in my brain. I'm someone who has a lot of anxiety. I am in my head all the time. And so when I get stoned, like I'm the type of person, like I like to go to a yoga class when I'm stoned because it's when I feel (laughs) the most present Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like able to really focus um, my thoughts and my energy on the one thing um, that I, you know, maybe to focus on. And it, It also really does help me with playing music. I remember like the first time I ever played a show while I was high. It wasn't with Potty Mouth. It was with my old band, Aunt Honeysuck. And I remember feeling like I went into this like um, survival mode of like uh, fight or flight because it felt like so challenging in a way to to play the songs but not in a way where i was like fucking them up like i was like it fe- i felt like so hyper focused right. on doing everything right that i almost feel like taking it, up your whole headspace as opposed to being like part of it where there's a lot yeah, of chatter going on yeah and over i was here. like whoa like how am i doing this right now like <laughs> how, how am i playing this uh, and it's so fast and i was just going to keep like, going uh, and it's like limitless you know? right like you just yeah. smoke the weed and suddenly you can do everything <laughs> yeah <laughs> everything's going in slow motion you can just <laughs> but but now like now that i've become more accustomed to playing music that way it just is 
it feels like it's just my preferred way to play music mm-hmm. because I'm also someone who, you know, I doubt myself a lot and I don't doubt myself so much when I'm stoned. Like I, um, again, yeah. because like that chatter in my brain that is telling me that I suck and right. this and that, what I have to do tomorrow, whatever, it's all just totally dialed down. Yeah. Yeah. But you're basically taking like words out of my head. Like that's basically like the same way that I feel about weed. And it's interesting because I like know a lot of people who a lot of artists who feel differently and who smoke weed sometimes but kind of like can't you know do it when they create like you're saying Mm -hmm. but for me it's like it just takes away like the chatter that I normally have that makes it like impossible Mm -hmm. to create any insecurities now you're saying during your song writing process you like using weed do you do it during live shows as well is that is that helpful for well, you or for either of you i was saying not i mean because abby really does most of the writing i mean right. just for me playing music mm-hmm. in, general, at all, in general at all whether i'm practicing right. by myself or playing with my band or mm-hmm. playing a show it's sort of the same right um it just makes me feel less um in my head and mm-hmm. less anxious so yeah yeah absolutely and yeah. so have you guys been um playing music for a long time like how did you guys start playing music together specifically was this something that you guys didn't do before you guys met each other or do you guys have a long history with playing music yeah um we've been a band for eight years eight years to the month actually yeah 2011 was when we had our first (laughs) practice yeah i was thinking about that we should celebrate yeah congratulations Mm -hmm. we'll get you guys a cake (laughs) (laughs) um and uh, when we started i had never been in like a real band before i tried to play music with friends and nothing like really stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, but did you, did you play music on your own? Not really. Okay. I yeah. I so you were just kind of interested peripherally. Yeah, I just borrowed a friend's guitar and told you know I reached out to some people saying that I would be down to be in a band. And Phoebe, who used to play guitar with mm-hmm. us, knew Allie and Victoria, and so when Allie wanted to start a band. Phoebe was just like, oh, I'll hit up Abby. I know that she wants to, even mm. though I'd never really even played guitar before. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And so you kind of like learned as you were playing yeah. with the band. I pretty much learned how to play Basket Case. And then I was like, okay, I can <laughs> fucking write a song. Solid like, choice. <laughs> what about you, Victoria? When did you start playing music? Um, I was like eight. So. Oh, okay. So a long time. It's been 20 years. Wow. 15 now. Okay, wow. (laughs) So you have like the longest. Yeah, yesterday was Victoria's birthday. Wow, happy birthday. Yeah. Very exciting. Thank you. And so what did you first start playing? Did your parents play music? Did they like encourage you to play music? Or did you just Um, come to it on your own? You have to go take lessons. Right, do something. something. So then it was drums. Okay, amazing. And so were you in bands before Potty Mouth as well? Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. And and what about you, Allie? Um, I started playing bass when I was like 20 I was in college and um I had always wanted to be in a punk band um and so I like started practicing by myself and then met met someone who like literally just handed me a cassette tape and was like I wrote these 10 songs I'm looking for a bassist and a drummer if you're serious about learning bass learn these 10 songs and and that became my first band and that was like uh, like two years before Potty Mouth started. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and that's really the band that taught me, you know, what it means to play bass in a band and not mm-hmm. just practice by yourself. Right. Um, and eventually, like, after playing with that band, I really just wanted to start something with um, specifically, like, all women. And like Abby said, I knew Victoria from college, knew she was a drummer. And so, yeah, we just got together and 
I had never even met either of them. Yeah. Okay. Until our first practice. Oh, I'd wow. seen Allie's band play before, but yeah, we'd never talked or anything. Oh, yeah, like all. my first band played the library where Abby's mom works. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god, your mom's a librarian. <laughs> They're like the most important yes. people in America. I love librarians. So. Check out the Green Angels, LA's premier female-owned and operated CBD and cannabis delivery service. Order directly from the Angels at www.greenangels.buzz and say thank you to Mary Jane for $10 off your first delivery. Interested in having Green Angels at your next event or interested in joining the team? Email greenangels.buzz at gmail.com. Wow, okay, so you guys have like kind of varied histories in music then. So you Mm -hmm. guys are coming out with an album um, very soon, March 1st, right? Yeah. Um, and so your last album, I believe, was four, four years ago. Mm-hmm. And so I, I come from a family of musicians, so it interests me. Like, do you guys think that that amount of time is the ideal amount of time that you would take to make an album in your Hell ideal no. world? No? <laughs> no, we're, no. No, it's not by choice. Not, no. Not, no, it was actually... Would you be, like, more prolific or less prolific in terms of, like, when more. you come out with the albums? More. Yeah, way more. Okay, because I know a lot of um, musicians who say the opposite, who are like, I wish I could take four years to make each album and take a lot of time with it, but you guys don't feel that no, way. No, no. The art... Well, I mean... I think She's when popping off. <laughs> <laughs> no, do it. We love but it. It's Pop like, off. of course, like we want to make a carefully crafted, like well-produced album. Of right. course, of we want to take our time. Do you, does that require multiple years? No. Okay. Like the multiple years comes from you know the inevitable obstacles of merging art with business because yep. like. The art is prolific. We have so right. many songs. Like we have so many albums worth of songs that haven't been released. It's not mm-hmm. like there's a shortage of of material. Right. It's the business side of it that it's so makes slow, things right. slow. Right. And if somebody's you know, saying this is worth producing, this is not worth producing. Yeah, this is something like much. or whatever. Right. And not really. And if we yeah. and if we weren't invested in this band at a career level, level if we didn't truly want to, you know make this our career path then it wouldn't matter as much if you're trying to make a living off of being an artist it's a different thing and so like when the opportunities to do that are so few and far between because of you know it the the industry and who's on what label and how much money you know it's just it's just very hard so um Mm -hmm. yeah that makes sense yeah so you guys released uh this album on your own label was it your label is that or it's a it's a label called get better records Mm -hmm. it was started 10 years ago by my partner alex um so we are dating alex lives in philly i live in la we're in a long distance relationship Mm. i just started helping (laughs) out with a label this past year from like kind of like uh just like the LA like uh branch, per, uh, yeah, branch yeah. or whatever I don't know right. eventually we're gonna move the whole label to LA but like okay. this year hmm. sort of marks the transition of that where we're gonna do a get better fest in Philly and then mm. we're gonna do a get better fest in LA with oh, okay West Coast amazing bands. yeah wow that's so we amazing. have a lot of West Coast bands on the label mm-hmm. so and so you guys were you guys with a different label on your last album and then you transitioned to your own label essentially is that right yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, our first album, Hellbent, came out on Old Flame, mm. um, which was great. Mm. Um, shout out to Rob. He loves yeah. to smoke weed. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like that. Yeah. Good job, Rob. Yeah, and that that's the album that kind of really, like, gave us our start. And, like, yeah. that's when we started touring more seriously and stuff. And, right. And then, yeah, for our EP that came out in 2015, like, that was a different label and, mm. you know, didn't 
work out the way we wanted to. So right. luckily, we haven't been in any binding contracts. That's I mean, great. that would be mm-hmm. a, yeah, that would be worse. Yeah, it kills so many bands. Yeah. It does. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, so what was the experience like then? You know, I, going from because obviously any label that you're on, you know, you're going to have to be asking for the advice of other people and the input of other people. You don't get full creative control so to speak but it seems like with an album that you and your partner or with a rather record label that you and your partner mm-hmm. run you guys probably were able to achieve like full creative control I imagine was that a big relief for you guys is that something that yeah. is, is exciting yeah, for this new album for sure I mean to not have like uh, an A&R person breathing down our necks yeah. being like you you should do this you should yeah. do you know yeah. it's like not it's so confusing yeah, yeah well, like basing the value of art on you know analytics and business success i think is always doomed you know i don't think mm-hmm. that there's any way to yeah. say this art is more valuable because it makes more money for x y and z reason it's it's mm-hmm. not the kind of thing that you can really put value on in that way mm-hmm. and it's it's a shame that you know people are being made to make their art under those constraints specifically, I think that's like right. really, really hard yeah. as an artist. Right. And there's also so much tied up with like having money. Like if you have like or if you're like independently wealthy and like can afford to like cause cause being in a band, unless you're touring literally constantly or just Ha- achieving that like rare commercial success that right. you know is and even not if many you do that to... you'll probably have to tour constantly right still. Yeah, yeah. You'll still have to, yeah like so if you're a person in a band and you can afford to like not work a full-time job or mm-hmm. um you know your parents help pay for your recording it's right. things are going to be a lot easier it's and i feel like that's yeah. not something that people have been really talking about but it's something we've been talking about a lot lately because um it's frustrating i mean yeah. and that's life like yeah. we well, all come different points America, of advantage, like, yeah, but it all yeah. has to do with the fact that like there isn't as much like monetary value or, or like right. ca- career like lucrative like that kind of mainstream value put on uh, art as a career path. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, even though like w- you know what would what would the world be without art right. and music? Well, like it's crazy about artists, you know, because it's like if you're an artist who is not yet successful and you know. By success, meaning like if you're not yet making money off of your art, basically, Mm -hmm. then, you know, you're seen as like a a lazy slob, basically. Like, oh, you're a musician. Like, okay, fine. Like, have fun with your Like, It's a trope. You know, people say that. But then the second that you get popular and people are appreciating your art, you are like the most respected person in America and everybody loves you. You know, then you're Rihanna and then everybody like thinks you're the shit. And it's the middle ground is nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about how you get there. It's really, really It's such a hard jump to make. Yeah, especially... If you don't have your own like personal funds, mm-hmm. because in order to get to that higher point, it's it's like that phrase like dress for the job that you want. Right. Like how but, are you gonna do that if you don't have the money to pay for the yeah, clothes? Yeah. How can we <laughs> pay? How can we pay for clothes, right. music videos, all these things right. that take money when we're all working? Right. And like, how do you tour if you're having to work to be able yeah. to make rent? That doesn't make sense. And all of the time that you're working is time that you could be spending, you know, like working out and looking fucking hot right. so that people want to do photo shoots with right. you or or like take even just taking care of yourself and right. like but that takes time and energy yeah, and money at this practicing point practicing your instrument right. even making yeah. more art that mm-hmm. all takes time that you don't have unless right. You right, if you have to can make afford money. to. Right, yeah. exactly. This is where we're at right now. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. can't tell like we're working our asses off mm-hmm. um and not I mean 
I don't want to make it seem like oh we're looking for pity. I I a lot no, of our no, peers, no. a I lot mean, of just our real. friends who are career musicians work this really is a really hard. System wide problem. Hard. It's not just yeah. you guys. It's, and it's, so yeah, and especially with this al- our album coming out in less than two weeks, like. I, you know, on top of having a full-time job that I have to have literally just to get by in LA, just so I can pay rent, and I'm living here so that I can do this band. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's essentially asking you you to work, you know, two jobs. Yeah, that's what I feel like. Literally. Because it's like the second, so I use every minute of my lunch, I'm like, not just complaining, I use every minute of my lunch break and pan (laughs) stuff, Uh, but I I do. We can have a listen here, I'm with you. But that's how I'm choosing to spend every spare minute of my life, because this is what I'm here for. I'm here for this. You know it's I'm in a long distance relationship, not because I want to be, but because my partner and I still have our separate goals that we're pursuing. Right. And we will come together when the timing is right, but right now we're both on our path. Right. So it's like, you know, everything I do is for the band, but it is, I'm, we're working our asses off. I and mean, we've been yeah. a band for eight years and like, years that is a long, is a long time. time in mm-hmm. the world of being a punk rock, whatever band. Yeah. Like, Unbelievably long time. I yeah. Mean, yeah, absolutely. Like that is like, I mean, an eight year career, you know, if you think about it as a job, which I fully believe that it is a job, then, yeah. you know, by eight years, you should be like having gotten many raises and be at the, like the very you know right. top of your company and you know, the American dream, so to speak. And it's like, you know, artists yeah. don't really get that here. Mm-hmm. We're not really uh, respected here as much, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's rough. It's, uh, I don't know, you know, being an artist uh, under any industry that is intended to make money, I do wonder um, mm-hmm. how doomed that is, you know? Like, yeah. it, just, it just seems like art is something that should not be connected to capital inherently. Um, yeah. And that makes, like, you know, for an incredibly difficult time for artists in general. Um, yeah. You know, you guys especially, I, I imagine. I mean, being, like, a young girl punk band, uh, you know, I was doing my research before you guys came onto the show (laughs) and um you know researching you guys i see a lot of people saying like you know riot girl like bikini kill and Mm. i love bikini kill i think that's like fantastic like i am super super (laughs) down but at the same time i wonder are they just running out of ways to explain female musicians yeah for sure you know i think do you guys ever feel like you are it's something that we've been dealing with our entire time as a band getting that reference and we've talked about it a lot and how that that is a really important part of music history Mm -hmm. for women in music but it is yeah just a really boiled down way of literally just looking at music not listening to what's happening right because just seeing three girls on L- a stage. Looking yeah. or, or just hearing a female sounding voice. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh, that's that's like a girl. And like, uh, especially in like a rock music context where it's not like, so often like the female voice is like associated with like, you know, pop singing. But like to hear like a female sounding voice performing like a rock music, people hear that and they're like, Oh, that's like Riot Girl, or yeah, that's yeah. like oh, that's <laughs> that's that's female fronted. Right. As if female fronted is right. any kind of descriptor like, oh, for I know sound. One band yeah. that has girls in it. Yeah, like, that's it. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, you know, I think that definitely ties into what we're talking about. You know, in terms of like the industry and being pigeonholed into one, you mm-hmm. know, group that is mm-hmm. a group that has been you know commercially successful in the past, like yeah. something like Riot Girl, something like that. Now, um, as much as I love talking about stuff like this, I do want to talk about your guys' like history a little bit as as for each other. So you guys met in college, is that right? 
they met in college. You two met in, in college. the town where I grew up in. Okay. So she was still in high school. Oh, okay, you were still at, in high school. As a recent article said, she's half a decade younger than us. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so dramatic. Wow, wow. So you guys are old as fuck, and you're 15. yeah, <laughs> half a decade younger. Okay. I, so, so I had just graduated college. Victoria was still at the college that we both went to, Smith, and then Abby was still in high school. Okay, so mm-hmm. you're the youngest then, Victoria. Is that right? Yeah, I'm okay. 12. 12, yeah. got it, got it. She's call, 15. Call she's the cops 20. on us. She's 12. Um, this is a problem. Shouldn't be taking her on tour. She has to be in school. Um, so what were you guys What were you guys studying at college? What were you, like... Or, U.S. history. U.S. history. Mm-hmm. Got it. And so you were interested in music while you were doing that, but you decided not to study in college. Is that Smith isn't really not super big on at least the music we do. Mm-hmm. They're just mo- mostly like classical mm-hmm. type. Right, it's, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I imagine so. there aren't many colleges that are big on music. But like, you found a way music. to get credit taking yeah, I drum-, took drum lessons yeah. so that I could like use the the practice room. Practice room. Oh wow. Yeah, but I had to take a class to oh, get wow. access to that. I'm um, interested what what drew you to drums? You said you started at a really young age. Were you that young when you started drums specifically or just music in yeah, general? Yeah. D- Drums specifically, Drums. I have no idea. Yeah, I was literally <laughs> wow. probably just popped into my head, and I said, "Mom, can that's, I do this?" And she was like, yeah, "Okay." That's so yeah. funny. My <laughs> so my uncle is a, a like career drummer. He like um does like. Uh, he, I, he like started in like wedding bands and now he does like like background music on like mm-hmm. Broadway shows. Um, so he's been doing it forever and he has like such a similar experience of just not even remembering why he wanted to play drums, yeah. but knowing that he wanted to from an extremely young age. Mm-hmm. There's like hmm. a little book that he made as a kid that was like the fish who wanted a drum set and it was just a fish, fish. and like drums and it was <laughs> oh like this God. totally nonsensical oh little baby book about like wanting it's so drums. Cute. Yeah, yeah, it's cute. Oh, now we have Logan. The yeah. doll. Who's, who's Logan? Oh, yeah, the American boy American doll. American boy doll. We oh. just recently found out American Girl makes boy dolls, and there's one named Logan who likes drums. Yeah. Wow, wow. <laughs> he sounds like somebody who like I would fawn over in middle school. Like, yeah. I have a huge crush on. Um, okay, so we do have a segment. So uh, you guys are all from or around Massachusetts. I didn't get right? to say what I studied. Oh, say it. <laughs> go, go, go. I was a sociology gender studies double Ooh, major. Ooh, very nice. Yeah. So what, were you planning to go into music when you studied that? No. No. No, I didn't, like I said, I didn't even start playing bass until I was basically like junior in college. Okay. Um, I wanted to get my PhD in sociology and be a professor. Wow, but too, yeah. too expensive. That's why I dropped out Just of college. Just like <laughs> not enough jobs and like mm-hmm. what can you do besides teach and, like, do I really want to be in school for the rest of my life? Yeah, that you know? is a really, really good question. Like, that's... and do I really want to move to, like, Kansas if that's, like, the only place where I can get tenure, you know? Right, yeah. right. Your yeah. life becomes dictated by the job market. Yeah, that is absolutely true. That is really rough. Um, I don't think you said what you were Oh, I didn't in. go to college. You didn't go to college? Yeah. Nice. I dropped out pretty early, so I'm, yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, the band was just touring too much by oh, the okay. time I graduated high school. I took I did a gap year first. I was gonna go to Mass College <laughs> of Art, um, and then just decided not to go. Yeah, yeah. And we are we are so proud of her in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does it feel good to not have to like be in debt? Like, uh, yeah. It's nice, right? That's as soon as I realized I was gonna be in debt, I was like, all right, this isn't worth it. I'm out of you. Like, see ya. I'm gonna pursue right yeah, now. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I remember. I just can I just say I remember feeling so conflicted about because I knew how badly you wanted to go to FIT. And I knew mm-hmm. that was going to be like the deciding factor. Like if you got accepted into FIT, then the band would probably have to like stop or, you know, like do a lot yeah. less. 
And like it you're felt, what you were so happy when I didn't get accepted. <laughs> I, I know that's the thing. It felt wrong to be like weirdly relieved when you didn't get accepted to oh FIT. I just thought of that. <laughs> I mean, no, it's for the best. It changed yeah. the course of history. Like if you could go, <laughs> it's like the butterfly effect. If that didn't happen, like what? Where would we be right now? Probably not in this room with yeah. me. So I'm, I'm down. I think you made the right choice. Yeah, same. So, uh, so we put together a segment for you guys that we're going to do. Um, so you guys are all from around Massachusetts. So we looked up, uh, apparently Massachusetts has some really crazy laws still on the books that I, I did not oh, know really? about. Yeah. Um, one of our producers uh, brought it up to me, how they have some like laws from like the 1600s that are just fucking batshit. So we're going to play I a bet. game. Oh, cool. um, I the love game, stuff like this. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. Uh, so the game is, I'm going to read you guys three laws and one of them will be fake. Yes. And the other two okay. were real. So it's like two truths and a lie, but cool. with laws in Massachusetts. Yeah, um, yeah let's do it's it. Like, this is like, wait, wait, don't tell me that NPR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what we model ourselves after. Oh, cool. Don't tell them. <laughs> 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 All right. First question. And you guys can either answer individually or come to a consensus. Up to you. Okay. Um, we're a group. Yeah, so, we're a group. We'll okay, stick so together. Yeah, we'll stick together. Democratic. I like it. Yeah. So... <laughs> All right, first one. One, it's illegal to eat peanuts in church. Also, don't look at the computer. It'll tell you which one's real and which one's <laughs> okay, not. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, two, milk can only be consumed in a copper mug. Three, it's illegal to give beer to hospital patients. Do you guys want to hear them again? I mean, the last one just makes sense. Yeah, I think that's true. Fair, okay. Yeah. So last one's real. All right, then what about the other two? It's illegal to eat peanuts in church and milk can only be consumed in a copper mug. Is it two I think truths? That, I think this is two a, truths I think and this a is yeah. a trick question. I the think peanuts? I think the beer in the hospital well, is alert, it is not a trick question. Okay. <laughs> well, wait. <laughs> okay. I feel like the peanuts in church could be real cuz Peanut- it's disruptive. Yeah. Peanuts in church it's, it's is real. Peanuts in church is real. <laughs> beer in hospital is obviously real cuz it's not a trick question. So, so milk, we'll milk in a copper, in a copper mug. mug is fake? Yeah. yeah. You are correct. Oh, yes. yes. I think I was born to be a game show host. Okay, next question. <laughs> At a wake, mourners may eat no more than 3 sandwiches. Um, it is illegal for any citizen to own more than 2 dogs. It's illegal for more than three unmarried women to live together in a house. That's real. That's real for sure. Okay. <laughs> really? Why do you guys say that? Because they it's, they had laws like that. Then we, you, then Victoria maybe, and I are true outlaws. I mean, you we would know a U.S. history major. Okay, <laughs> that's true. Girls can't yeah. live together. Okay. So then your house in Western Mass would have been illegal. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> to this day. What was the other one? The um, it's illegal for any citizen to own more than two dogs. And uh, it's I illegal. Think that's true. No, at a wake, mourners may eat no more than three sandwiches. I think that's a that's, fake one. That sounds too random. That yeah. sounds too random. Yeah, yeah. Why is it a sandwich? All right, you guys. Yeah, is that your final? You yeah, that's your final decision. Final answer. <laughs> you are incorrect. What? The, uh, the fake one was it's illegal for more than three unmarried women oh, to live wow. together in a house. Damn. Damn. Appealed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You put that there because you knew that one would rile us up, yeah. and you're like, "That's gotta that's be kind of a real." Trick I'm not gonna lie. I was like, "They're gonna get too many of them right." Yeah, I gotta, like, I gotta that's appeal gotta to be emotions. real. Like that's why feminism had to happen, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Tricking the feminists. Yeah. That's why you that's wanted to know what my major was, yeah. <laughs> so I could make fun of you and be like, "Oh, feminism." <laughs> they knew. That, they knew that one would rile us. You were like, "That's got." Yeah, they do. There was a lot of real. Really antiquated, crazy laws there. That happened to not be one, but there was like definitely worse ones that were real. So uh, wait, so then you're not allowed to have more than two dogs? Yeah, apparently. What? Yeah, isn't wow. that weird? 
really crazy. <laughs> These laws are still on the books. Yeah, I know. That okay, yeah, right? Sense. Like, yeah, it doesn't really make any sense. Uh-huh. I feel like if you had that much land, you could have as many dogs as you want, and they'd probably be happy, right? As long as they eat. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really get it. Okay, last one. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. One, no one may take a bath without a prescription from a doctor. Two, um, no more than three goats are permitted in any bakery. <laughs> and then three, <laughs> Christmas is illegal. If you celebrate Christmas, you'll be fined five shillings. There, there's no shillings. Wait. Shillings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's gotta be fake. What's what's a shilling? It's like British. I something. mean, you're the American history major. <laughs> I mean, maybe they had what, shillings back like before. when it was. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're know. old. So they're old laws. A lot yeah. of them that are still on right, the books yeah. from a long time ago. So if that provides any context. Wait. So Christmas. So is five shillings you have to pay. No more than three goats permitted in a bakery. I Christmas that. is illegal. You'll be fined five shillings if you celebrate it. And uh, no one may take a bath without a prescription from a doctor. Which one's mm. fake? Tough one. Why huh? are they not celebrating Christmas? They're all yeah Puritans. I, don't know. I mean, out of context. Of yeah, that's is that was taken. Like is a, that is that is like a European thing? Is but it? we'll have to do a whole episode on that because I have no fucking idea. I feel like that's got to be true in some weird way. The Christmas one? Yeah. Or no? no. Okay. Why? Because yeah, they were like anti-European or something. Like when they were no. settling and trying to separate from Christianity. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Christmas. Okay, that know. one's. I think that one's fake. You think that one's fake? Okay, yeah, one. that one's fake. We'll say that one. Yeah, yeah. You guys are incorrect. What? Uh, <laughs> the fake one was no more than three goats are allowed in a bakery. Okay, I for sure thought that was true for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> Weird stuff like you knew that, you said yeah. any bakery. It was like made it seem like yeah, I'm a, I'm like a very any tricky bakery writer. at all. Like. <laughs> I'm glad I was able to yeah. trick you guys for at least two. I thought for sure, like, you guys would be like, easy, I've Googled this before. Like, no problem. Oh, my God, no. Very nice. Well, thank you guys so much for being on our lovely show. Thank you. Yeah, thank wonderful. you for having Fun. us. Um, the name of the band is Potty Mouth. Your album comes out on March 1st, and it's called yes. Snafu. Yes. Yes. Situation um, normal, all fucked up. Nice. Yeah. And anything else you guys want to plug? Anything coming up that people should pay, out, like, pay attention to? Um, we have an album release show on March 1st, also at The Factory. In Los Angeles? Yes. Nice. And is there a website that anyone can go to like buy tickets or do you just show up? Um, there's a Facebook event and I think that will be linked to our website. Yeah, pottymouthworld.com. Yeah. And we will include those links in uh, the show description. Um, thank you so much for listening. Remember to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and like us and rate us and comment on our YouTube videos and tell my boss that I'm doing a really good job. <laughs> and uh, my name is Mira Gonzalez. Thank you to the Green Angels for your lovely weed, and thank you for listening. Bye. I'm chilling with the queens of the Stone Age. <laughs>